0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with AMAX.
1: Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code ARMCHAIR.
2: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of saint sincerity and stupidity. I want to point out that you asked Kevin a football question just now, and I feel like I was in Bizarro World where he—he he knew the schedule. He had knowledge of the next two opponents. Kevin, he... did you watch the game?
0: And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. All
1: right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour podcast. Kevin is like the olden days. It's just me and you until Juge yep. gets done humiliating some 64-year-old woman with a fake hip and 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 bursars or uh, whatever. That's what juge He lives to eat healthy and humiliate women on the tennis court, preferably older women with health issues. It's his thing. Uh, so, Kevin, it's been a while since you've been, been with us. How's, how's life in St. Louis?
3: Uh, it's cold as shit up here. <laughs> uh, and, and it's, it, it's, it's co- Here's the thing. It's cold as shit, and then it fluctuates. So last week there was a day where the temperature got uh, high 60s. I think it even hit 70 at one point, and then within two days it was snowing again. Oh my god, I can't I can't I can't take
1: the cold. The pins and all my, my I'm crippled. I have like six or seven pins <laughs> in my body, arms and legs, and when it gets cold below like forty degrees, I start to tingle like the the you know, it's just and it's just awful. And you combine that with getting old. It just sucks. But listen, before we get to Saints stuff, we'll get to- Oh yeah, you wouldn't survive up here having to shovel snow. No, <laughs> Shovel stuff. Can you shovel anything with one good arm? No. No. Jesus. So, uh, the XFL debuted uh this weekend. Oh, by the way, I gambled on the XFL. I' pretty yes. sure that makes me a degenerate. Um. Been a degenerate already. I know, but I took I took uh, I bet against Dallas because they were nine and a half point favorite. I said, "How can an XFL team be a nine and a half point favorite?" We even know these what who who are on these fucking teams. Uh, but on the flip side, I bet on the the Roughnecks to cover six and a half because I was like, "It's the Houston team. I'll root for them." Um, but I have to say, the XFL, it was fun. Uh, I like the new kickoff rules. I really like the fact that if you kick, if you punt the ball out of bounds, it's a penalty. If it's a touchback, they start the ball. They, they it's not a penalty, but they they give you the ball at like the thirty-five or the forty-yard line. So basically, like they're like, if you cross midfield, we don't want you punting. I like that. Um, you know, I didn't know any of the players, but that didn't matter. Uh, my UDFA adopted son, he dropped the pass, Sammy Coates. Um, so it was bad, but so you said, Kevin. You did you catch any of it, or or is it normal? Like
3: you, no, you don't... I, no. At first, I was, I decided. Well, on Saturday, I had a dinner party, so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't watch any of the games. I followed it on Twitter. Everybody seemed to have like positive things to say. So I thought, all right, Sunday, I'm not going to have anything to do, so I'll watch the uh, the the St. Louis team, the Battle Hawks. Haha. <laughs> <caca. laughs> Uh, I watched the Battle Hawks, Kakaw, and when I went to tune in, uh, I couldn't get it. One because, uh, well, w- one reason, well, the only reason is it's it, it was on ESPN, and I do not have cable, so I couldn't I feel watch. Like Jim but, uh, has,
1: it was born to be the Battle Hawks coach.
3: Man, don't don't put that evil on us.
1: <laughs> I saw, the best part about the XFL, Los Angeles has already fired their defensive coordinator. That's great. One game in. <laughs> one game in. I mean, he was one of the ten best defensive coordinators in XFL history. They just fire him like that? It's cold, man. But, you know, the thing is for me is I don't really care about – uh, NBA basketball Not Pel- Pelicans related I don't like the MLS So this feels like a sports void For me before baseball starts And the, 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 the trash can Banging, cheating Astros Fire it up again in April uh, So this is going to be Like a nice 10 week thing for me You know because there's no Saints news Really uh, for a while Until March when free agency starts Although we got some um,
3: Everything smooth sailing
1: <laughs> oh my God! I will say though, I will say we'll talk about this before Juge gets here because we'll talk about actual football him. But Kevin, I gotta say, Gail released that statement. I don't know if you saw it, but she went all in with like we did nothing wrong. Uh, we did we did support the church in their PR need. Greg Bensel was all above board. We told him to be honest and transparent. Like she didn't back away in the slightest which was kind of surprising I thought she'd like sort of at least give herself a little
3: wiggle room she dove into the deep end of the pool and was like nope here's the thing then then it sound like it's from what you're telling me I, okay one I didn't read the statement uh I'll obviously have to um but two it sounds like you're telling me what she said is what Bensel put out in that first statement that the Saints had, anyway. So it yeah. sounds like she's just repeating that or doubling down, however you want to phrase it. I mean, my my position on this is clear. If if what the Saint, if if the Saints did only did what they said they did, then then I think this will blow over.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire, you need Indeed.
3: And, and and this shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. But if what the lawyers for for these victims are saying is true and the Saints were somehow offering advice on who to throw under the bus or not or you know how to go about wording things to make it to. to I, 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 I'm trying to think of the no, right it's, word. Uh, it's so hard because you uh, haven't seen yeah, the emails, right? It could like right. exactly, like, like, exactly. And those and those will come out. Those hopefully will come out at some point. They're coming and, out. And like it, like they'll come out at some point.
1: Yeah. So Unless like this, there's a settlement and
3: everything gets locked down, but even then, I think they'll come out, and and then we'll know. And then yeah. we'll have a great. Well, either we'll know completely, or we'll have a very good idea, and then we can make a judgment from there. I don't think. I don't think it's it's smart to, to, to jump on either side to 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 run around to run around thinking that all oh, the saints are completely innocent on this, or or the, the the opposite end to say, oh man, the saints were involved in this. I, I, I literally. Like I don't know. Don't think about it. Uh don't talk about it. Don't don't wonder about it until You see the You gotta see like to me you gotta see the email and I don't trust
1: fucking lawyers. Okay. I just don't. Like I don't trust the Saints lawyers. I don't trust the the the, the lawyers for the for the for the victims because lawyers in general are horrible fucking people. Sorry, Mr. Juge, I know you're listening and I think you're a lawyer, but lawyers generally I don't trust them, and they're going to spin it for their side. So until we actually see the emails, you just don't know, but I will say this. I would just like the Saints, just one off season, to not have the Viking and pill scandal, Bounty Gate, you know, dealing with the Catholic Church, because we just have a, a nice, easy... Non-scandal off-season, no players getting arrested—is that too much to ask? Although it would probably be bad for
3: the news. We need, we need the, we need to, uh, we need the news, Kevin. But uh, well, meet for at least the next, uh, you know, chunk of weeks, we'll have the XFL to talk about. <laughs> are you, are you a committed lifelong Battlehawks fan? Because, um, uh, I feel weird saying I'm going to support the, I, man, just the Battlehawks, Kakaw. that's such a stupid name. I mean, I got to give it up, man.
1: Houston, they went, they went for like dollar store Oilers, the Roughnecks. I mean, it basically yeah. is like any given Sunday, If if they had a Houston team in any given Sunday too. Yeah. It would be the Houston Roughnecks and that's what their logo would look like. And you'd be like, That's yep. the fucking Oilers. Or like those old time uh football games you used to buy. They they didn't license uh NFL, right? You know, like Mike Ditka football for the computer. The Houston Roughnecks would be on Mike Ditka football, you know? Uh so but I like it. It it's nice, you know? Uh the Vipers.
3: I thought the nicknames I thought the nickname overall the Vipers it's possible either. The, I would say either the Battle Hawks or the Vipers would be my uh, are my two least favorite team names. The Renegades, the Renegade was all right. Um,
1: you know, Seattle Dragons. Eh, you know, but but people in the chat room, how many of you? Uh, how many of you watched Juji there? Yeah, I can't find my headphones. How do I sound? You sound fantastic. Enough, good enough. Really? For this good enough for this podcast? No, you're fine. Uh so did Andrew? Did you watch any seconds of the NFL? I love the kickoff rule. I love the fact that you can go for three. That shit was wild.
2: Well, it's funny. So uh, I did. I wa I did see a kickoff. Uh, I saw a handful of snaps. I mean, it was kind of just on in the background. It was whatever. I didn't know you could go for three, yeah, but ten. my dad always had a running joke when I was a kid. You know, we would play right when Madden started being, you being able to go for two for the first time. You, he'd be running up the score on me and I'd say, Hey, why are you going for two? You, you've already, you're already crushing me. And he would say, cause I can't go for three. Yeah, you so can. It, it is kind of amazing that in the <laughs> XFL, you actually, you actually can go for three now. The funniest thing was, the
1: game yesterday, Tampa was down seventeen to nothing, and Tressman kicked a sad field goal when they were down and, and the announcers were like, Dude, you gotta go to score. You you're only two possessions down and I was like, What? This, oh yeah, you can go for three, nine and nine, you'd be ahead. Um
3: But uh I like Juge, the fact that Dude, di- your dad sounds like a vicious asshole, and I absolutely adore him. <laughs> Well, well, he is a lawyer, so uh,
2: based on what Ralph said earlier about lawyers, I mean, it, it fits I mean, the profile.
1: I want, we're going to have Mr. Juge back on the podcast. He can tell us stories of him just crushing Andrew and
2: Madden. <laughs> well, usually it went the other way. So, yes, every once in a while, I'd throw him a bone. I, I have a theory as we get to actual Saints
1: news, kind of, Kevin – that you know, we Saints fans have been talking about Taysom Hill. Should he be the starter? Should the Saints keep him? Should they move on from Breeze? And it's been sort of like the, the 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 little band that everybody that that not everybody knows about, and it's like your little band, and you love them, and then they go national. Like something's happened over the last like week and a half where like it's gone from we talk about Taysom Hill all the time on this podcast. And on Twitter because you motherfuckers will listen to anything or click anything with Taysom Hill in the title. Do not lie to me. I've seen our numbers. We literally had the best the best day we have had in three weeks on Friday. Because me and Andrew rambled about Taysom Hill fifteen minutes. Sixteen hundred of you motherfuckers listen to that shit. You could put I could put Taysom Hill. Recipe for lasagna, you people would listen. But now Kevin Florio is doing all Taysom all the time, um. So I, it's kind of weird that Taysom Hill, being this next big thing at quarterback, has gone from Saints Twitter to like around the country, and it's freaking me out that people are arguing national people. If Taysom Hill is the next big thing at quarterback, have you been up on it? Is it making you as uncomfortable as it's making me?
3: No. Uh, I think (laughs) it's hilarious. In fact, I think you should just call this podcast title Taysom Hill. I think you should just call this podcast title Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, XFL, Taysom Hill. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I think think the title should be Sex, Viagra, XXX, Nude Picks, Taysom Hill.
1: (laughs) I mean, but Andrew, is it fair to say Taysom Hill, not just among Saints fans nationally, he infuriates people or delights people i don't know but mike florio would not be posting a taysom hill story every day if it wasn't getting fucking clicks
2: i i forgot i completely forgot until today that i hate follow the falcoholic on twitter and (laughs) I, i i noticed that they tweeted that they were very annoyed at the florio tweet about like how a team was maybe planning to come up with like a poison pill contract like a like a one year, $15 million deal or whatever to make it more difficult for the Saints to match. And I, I saw the Falcoholic retweet that and, and say, You know, why is every he, he's a gadget player? He's a very good gadget player, but why is everyone saying that like someone's going to give up a first to make him a starter? He's not a starting QB. Like, I, and it, and it re- it's exactly like you said, it reconfirmed for me that there's all these people out there. That hate him and the analytic <laughs> nerds can. just they can't stand. Like, why? Why does everyone think Taysom Hill's any good? And and like to me, it just makes it more hilarious. Like, it I does. the thing is, I don't know. Like, I've watched him a ton, and I I still am unresolved on whether he can be a full time starting quarterback or not. Like, I haven't decided that he can't be. Uh, I I agree with some people that it's premature in saying he definitely is, but it's just hilarious to me how much he pisses other. Well, Kevin, you're single, so you go on a lot of dates.
1: So <laughs> I'm going to do this analysis. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, the, the the analytics nerds, they're like the person that goes on the first date and is like, this girl is sitting across from me. She can't decide what to fucking order. She, uh, she's fidgety. She may or may not have bathed. I don't like her. She doesn't have a lot of potential. And then there's the other people they go on the first date and they're like I know nothing about her but she could be my she could be a future wife she could be the mother of my children she could be president she could support my career in painting and I don't have to work I could be a stay at home dad
2: she, she could be my wife
1: my wife yeah so like my wife, my wife. so that's the, that's the way that people they they view Taysom Hill from that prism they either see uh, that he hasn't done anything yet and you, there's no way that you can make a guy who's never started an NFL game and is almost 30 your quarterback. Or there's people that are like, you don't know how he could be. He could be fucking amazing. You don't know.
3: And I feel like that's... Or, or he could be that woman that randomly walks into houses and uh, scares the shit out of the homeowner. Who knows? <laughs> How's that? How, how's that going? Is she, is she contacted you, Kevin? No, no, I have, I have been left alone. Thank God.
2: Hmm. For all Kevin knows, she's probably married some Hollywood star. She's living in a mansion and has like, like two kids. Well, it probably didn't. That's, it happened too recently for two kids. Maybe she adopted a kid, has a couple puppies, drives a Bentley. I mean, is just living large right now. Well,
3: brother she, brother, she was in her early 20s, somehow married and living in St. Charles, which is a suburb of St. Louis.
2: I'm going <laughs> to guess that St. Charles in St. Louis is not as fancy as St. Charles in New Orleans. Is that a safe assumption?
3: Uh, we, uh, you're talking St. Charles. I mean, you mean St. Charles Avenue, yeah? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, not as not as uh ritzy as that, but it's definitely like suburban.
1: You listen to this podcast because you love sports, you love the Saints, and you probably love to gamble. And if you love to gamble, my bookie is the best online gambling experience there is, they have the safest online app. You can get a, gamble on anything you want. You can get a, gamble on the Super Bowl, basketball, the Pelicans, Zion, over, under, how many three-pointers he's going to make. You can parlay different sports, any kind of bet you want to make. If you're a degenerate like me, you can parlay the Pelicans with EPL, British soccer. And right now, MyBookie has a special offer for Saints Happy Hour listeners. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. That's right. Use the code CHAIR. Go to MyBookie.ag, and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. Put in 200, get extra 200 to play with. MyBookie.ag is the best online gambling site anywhere. Again, go to MyBookie.ag, use the code CHAIR, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. MyBookie, you play you win, you get paid. Here's my question to you, Andrew. How much more insane are the Taysom Hill rumors gonna get? Like, are we at the? Is this like the peak? You know, if, if Taysom Hill was like running for president, is this is like as high as his poll numbers is gonna get, his
2: popularity? In this, this office? is the peak. This is the peak if Drew Brees comes back. Yes. I think so. If Drew Brees retires, oh my god, Ralph. <laughs> we haven't even scratched the surface yet.
3: Oh, it's full panic mode. Mm. It's got to be
2: a king.
1: I mean, how it, well, if Drew Brees retires and the Saints don't tender him at a first-round level,
2: I mean, Kevin, would there be panic in the streets? They I, they might if Drew Brees retires, they might skip tendering him and just franchise tag him. <laughs> What's the franchise tag, Andrew? Isn't it like I mean, yeah, I don't I don't even know if you can do that and it would be really stupid to do. So, I think it's like <laughs> but, I, mean, I don't even know they'd if they'd be committing to like one year 20 something million instead of six.
0: <laughs>
1: Kevin, would you do you it, I think people. I think there's like thirty percent of Saints fans that would that would be like that's fine. We can't let him leave. Like we gotta tag him. like we ca- we gotta pay Taysom Hill whatever, um,
3: you know. Uh, but if that if, if if that if that happens, I think Loomis needs to be catapulted out of the city. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I can't. If they, if somehow or another Taysom Hill gets franchised, I. I,
2: oh, that, I was, that was a joke, Kevin. I I like the fact that you talked about.
1: Wait wait wait. Let's 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 work with this. So if you're gonna catapult him out of the city, like, do you have to tar and feather him first? I mean. It wouldn't be the worst thing Loomis has ever done, right? Andrew, I mean, he gave Jairus Bird $60 million. <laughs> he drafted, he drafted uh, Jean-Claude Baptiste or whatever the hell corner
2: was, right? Well, at least, least Jairus Bird, I mean, you, you could say that Loomis did him a solid because, I mean, at least he could afford his back surgery with all that money. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of benevolent that way, right? I mean, here's the question,
1: though. And a sort of serious football question, and I was thinking this today, Kevin. You know, the Saints, they tendered. They kind of screwed around with the tender with Raphael Bush and Josh Hill and almost had them leave, right? So do those experiences with the tender where, like, Atlanta tried to steal Raphael Bush and and, and didn't Loomis have to do all sorts of cap shenanigans to be able to match the Raphael Bush contract? Cause they had like $4 Ooh. in cap space
3: brother. You are asking the wrong no, fucking <laughs> guy about, uh, uh, about contract and cap deals for Raphael Bush. <laughs> I was trying to
1: mix
2: in Andrew there, but that aside, Rapha- Raphael Bush side note has a special place in my heart uh, for allowing me to use my 25 Bush Jersey for like another four years. I mean, he he should go in the Saints Hall of Fame for that alone, for giving me more <laughs> mileage out of that jersey. He should at least win
1: the – the what's the what – it's like the Joe the Joe Giardelli Award for like community service or something. Yeah, yeah. Should, I
2: mean, seriously, like to, for like four years I was telling people that it was my Raphael Bush jersey, yeah, okay. and that was like my favorite joke.
3: It's not a lie if you believe it. So, all
1: right, so Valentine's Day is coming up, and we're not going to do, like, again? horrible Valentine's Day stories or that sort of thing, but...
2: When is Valentine's Day? Friday. Friday. Oh, thanks. Have you, have you bought the chocolates? Do you have
1: the babysitter lined up, Juge? Do you have everything on lockdown?
2: Yeah, that would be a negative. Oh, uh, no. See? Yeah, I'm in tr- I'm in trouble.
1: The one thing about my wife that's just the best is I said, what do you want for Valentine's Day? And she said, give me fucking money. I was like, all right. So there you go. No romance. It's just going to be like $20 and we're good. uh, No, but Kevin, back to the question. If you had to go on a Valentine's Day date, with a Saints player, who'd be the most fun, and who'd be the worst?
3: Oh, let's see. Who would be the most fun? You know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, Kamar, Alvin Kamara would probably be the most fun because we could probably. Uh, I don't know. Just hang out, play skee ball, and uh, eat a bunch of airheads.
2: Oh, that does sound fun. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, and then let's see. What, doesn't he worst? eat? Doesn't he? Uh, wasn't there some article about him at like midnight eating uh, chicken wings yeah. in New, or- New Orleans East, shirtless, out in the yeah. street? Yep. Well, that, that would be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think Drew Brees would be the worst. Because he'd he'd be, he'd be, he'd be, all the time, he'd be pitching you Advocare.
2: He'd be pitching you Advocare and he'd take you to fucking Jimmy John's. (laughs) And he probably
1: even, like, wouldn't, like, he'd probably, like, he'd be like, well, it's Jimmy John's, Drew, it's yours, is is it free? And he'd be like, no, no, we gotta go halvesies, Dutch. You know? So I definitely think Drew would be the worst and he'd probably be like i can't Drew, have i told you about my diamonds
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: i know a guy who knows a guy it's uh it's gonna kinda be like he's kind of like adam sandler in uncut but uh
2: not Wait, really? was, Drew Brees, it, was Drew Brees in on the Kevin Hauser deal, too? Yep. Man, he's kind of gotten hosed now. The Diamonds, Kevin Houser. I mean, Advocare is kind of a croc, croc right?
1: Yeah, I think the thing—well, then maybe we flip it around. Maybe Drew Brees could be the best Valentine's Day date because if you were a he's scammer— so you could,
2: you could like, you could bilk him out of a couple hundred grand. So maybe he's yeah, you the valentine bu- you that. Could you could buy, want. you could, you could give him a bottle of Andre and just be like, oh yeah, this is a $300 bottle of champagne. I'm getting you the nicest champagne you've ever tasted in your life. <laughs> Here, have, have this natural light. It's, it's a vintage beer. Very delicious.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think. I think I think Drew Brees. You know, I'm trying to think offensive
2: line. Yeah, I think off- have this bottle of MD20, uh, 20, 2018 was a great year. It's, a, it's a vintage. 2020. It's the it's Mad Dog.
1: No
3: Mad Dog. Mad oh dog. no no I drank that shit a long time ago. Yeah,
2: what the kiwi your- strawberry was was always uh, a no dog. go.
3: Oh shit! I I. Shit, when I was drinking it there were no extra flavors. It was literally just the black the black and red label. That was it.
2: Well, they had red grape and white grape, right? That's where it started and then they started getting flavors.
1: Yeah, fancy. Yeah. Red grape is the way to go. You're going to go mad, dog. Uh, so people in the chat room are saying Drew Brees retirement is still below zero. Yeah, Drew Brees can't retire, man. He's got he's probably got like, you know, more money to be made. Um,
2: Well, I just want to say, so going back to your question about the best and the worst, I mean, how could you not want to take Alex Anzalone out? I feel like...
1: I feel like Anzalone, like if you you took him and you tried to go to like putt-putt or something that had to do any physical activities, the chances of his shoulders just turning into dust (laughs) would be be really high and then you'd feel terrible because you'd be like now his career's over because he tried to putt-putt really hard to get the ball through the windmill and he tore he tore a rotator cuff again see I don't I, I think he'd be terrible and you'd feel really, you'd feel awful, and you'd be like, "I'm sorry," and he'd be like, "No, it's okay." But you could see he's wincing in pain, you know. It just, I don't know. I think I think it'd yeah. be bad.
2: Offensive, Malcolm Brown, maybe. I mean, at least Malcolm Brown would eat. I think offensive eat. lineman, defensive lineman, Kevin would be the way to go. Because you could just eat and get drunk, you
3: know. Oh yeah, they'd probably take you out to a nice, uh, a nice steak joint. <laughs>
2: Yeah, see, if, you, if you're if you with Breeze, like, even Morstead, like, Morstead looks fun because you see him at the Irish-Italian parade, and he's drinking, and he seems like he, he's a lot of fun, but then I listened to this podcast, this health podcast that he was on, where he basically said, like, oh, yeah, that's the only time I ever party. He's like, you know, I'll save it for, like, a special occasion here or there, but, you know, in season, you know, I'm not having anything to drink, and, you know, I have to be real disciplined about what I eat and how much I work out, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think when you look at Streif, who just opened Streef's up brewery. The, I think Streif's um, the best one
1: because Streif, yeah. he's got the brewery. He probably will, like, give you the best food, the best beer, and, like, just, like, the end of the night, like, if you just want to go home, like, before anything gets really awkward, he'll probably, like, fall asleep. And then you can just mosey away,
2: and it doesn't get awkward. You don't have to I'm worry about it. I'm with you. I, I think offensive linemen and defensive linemen are the way to go. Yeah. And, and – and the fat guys too, not like the lean speedy guys like cam Jordan. no no you yeah.
1: you gotta you gotta go Malcolm Brown um
2: or, Warf, Warford Warford would be great actually Warford likes jazz music too he, he's a I think he's a drummer or a guitarist maybe. Warford would be high on my list. oh yeah 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 um
1: uh, Kevin. Is is there any uh, is there any um, is there any offensive lineman that you could think of? Uh, because
4: I can think of the NBA finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are.
4: The ultimate. Oh, deception! Oh, Matt Ryan!
2: Oh <laughs> my God! Wie eine Pumpe gibt er in den
1: Sniffen.
4: Oh, fliegt auf Boden. Hör doch mal auf.
1: See, I think shy Tuttle, you could just watch that play over and over again and just do shots all night. I think it'd be the perfect date.
3: I, You know what? It would be great to take to to go with shy tuttle to oktoberfest
2: <laughs> would be so yeah, uh, fredo makes a great point i mean going to anzalone to uh, olive garden would, would really be the peak <laughs> i mean i just can't imagine a better scenario
3: especially if it's anzalone treating dave we should make
1: dave ask anzalone to olive garden on twitter as his uh pay up for his bet
2: (sighs) oh that's pretty good so um another thing I i can't decide if ted ginn is high or low on the list
1: i don't know man
2: i think i
1: think ted ginn is either quietly like horrible or he's like um He's, He's got a like, little
2: Joe Horn in him in more terms bachelor of his party, and his...
1: hangover type fun. Like I think Ted Ginn's one or the other. He had an in in between. Like you either you're either like the worst date ever or you're waking up in a gutter somewhere wearing women's panties and you don't have any hair on your head. But Ted <laughs> Ginn. Am I wrong about that, Kevin?
3: <laughs> <laughs> With
2: who? Which which player? Ted, Ted, Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn. Oh. See, Ke- Kevin hears Ted G and all he thinks is Ted Gregory. Right.
3: <laughs> and,
2: and Right. And, and at that point, I'm thinking you're casually going for a stroll down
3: the sidewalk and, uh, you know, you, you, you walk in a uh, open manhole or something.
2: Oh, Jason Champagne! How how did we not mention Manti Te'o? <laughs> oh, that was such low hanging fruit. <laughs>
1: Manti oh, Man Te'o tell you about his girlfriend who's dying of cancer. <laughs> Get awkward. I mean, he's <laughs> never living that down, is he? He's never. This is a Deadspin's dead greatest accomplishment. Are we?
2: Are we? Uh, terrible people for bringing that up. No. No. It wasn't like she really died of cancer. I mean, because she didn't exist. <laughs> you know? Just saying. Um, I mean, you realize before he was fired, the answer was clearly Joe Vitt. <laughs> yeah, that is true.
1: You See, have the, fun. I feel like Joe Vitt, you could ask him the wrong question while you're on the date, and he could get really, really upset and potentially violent. And walk out and like leave
2: you somewhere, you know. Yeah, you don't. You don't want him to catch you in a lie. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Are you Cyrillo? Uh So here,
1: here's the other question we had uh, tonight, uh, and this is sort of Valentine's Day theme, but not really. If you could have three football wishes, Kevin, what would they be? And you can. The only. The only caveat is that you cannot wish for the Saints to win 20 Super Bowls you can you can wish for anything else you want but you can't wish for the Saints to win the Super Bowl I think my three wishes tell you everything you need to know about how horrible a person I am but Kevin what would be one of your wishes uh for the Saints or no or yeah in football wishes for the Saints but you can't wish for them to
3: win the Super Bowl Okay, so it's specifically about the Saints. Or any you know, it's gotta be Saints related. Okay. Like, for instance, could could I wish that I hope Tom Brady retires now and Drew Brees still plays another couple of years?
2: Yeah, sure. To pad them records. Yep. Uh, so I'm su- that would be- I'm, su- I'm surprised your first uh, wish wasn't that Adrian Peterson tears both ACLs.
3: Yeah, but that's <laughs> not really related to the Saints anymore, so... Uh, I've got one that's pretty awful.
1: My first wish is I want the Falcons never to win a Super Bowl. You know? That's my first wish. That's my first Saints related wish. The first
2: place your mind goes is just to spite the yes. enemy. You oh, oh, I, I, I've only begun to spite the Falcons.
1: <laughs> Andrew. I got I got two I got two more wishes. We're gonna ramp this thing up. What's your first <laughs> uh what's your first Saints
2: related wish? Uh can I w- wish for them to win the NFC championship? No. You just said I couldn't wish for the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I mean, you
2: know. I can wish for them to make the Super Bowl and then I'll take my chances, no? No. It's got to be like, you know, more more specific. Okay. Um, I guess I'll wish. I mean, I'm so confident in Sean Payton. I know that some fans might not agree with me, but uh, I'll say. How old is Sean Payton right now? Is he in his late fifties?
1: I think he's I think he just turned fifty. I'll look it up I'll uh...
2: No, no, he's gotta be older than that, huh? He didn't just turn fifty he's gotta be like 50, 53 you're, or something.
1: You're correct, he's fifty six. I was completely wrong.
2: Fifty six. All right, I'll say that uh I I wish for fifteen more years with Sean Payton as head coach. Man, that'd be get him get
1: you to seventy. Wow. That would be that would be, how does that mean he'd be saints coach for thirty years, god damn Kevin your next saint saints related wish
3: shit well that's a good one uh yeah. hmm Boy, I am really racking my brain here. Um,
1: well, you can think of yours. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I, you can think of I got my next one. All right. I want the Carolina Panthers to turn into the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you just get twenty years of absolute suckingness out of them. I got the, I got Atlanta never winning the Super Bowl. I got Carolina turning into the Browns. So I got two of the three NFC South teams just a dumpster fire. And even if the Saints are good or bad, we can always mock our enemies. And that is like. St- of the enjoyable Of football to me right now I want to be able to mock my enemies So now I've ruined two of the three NFC South teams Kevin have you thought of another wish Um Dude
3: I need the Jeopardy thing Yeah, yeah. You might need the jeopardy music. Like I've got, I feel like I've got nothing here. Um,
2: <laughs> did Ralph already say his second? Sorry, I think I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I, what I, was your I second? Want,
1: I wanted to turn the Panthers into the Cleveland
2: Browns. <laughs> <laughs> do, the, do the Cleveland Browns become decent because of this?
1: No. <laughs> My my third one is, my third one is just a cherry on top. It'll be great. Kevin, have
3: you thought have you thought of a wish
1: for the Saints related?
3: That 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 was not me, by the way, making that noise. I am here making very little noise. Um,
2: Kevin, I mean, at this point, just pick like the Falcons locker room to have a MSRA or. A MRSA outbreak or something
3: I mean <laughs> like, I, like shit I don't know like for the city and the ownership to come to a I don't know 100 year agreement on keeping the team in town Ooh, I
2: like that one Ooh, that's a, that's good, a one. good one Yeah, that's a real good one that's strong yeah, yeah.
1: what's your next so one that, Andrew that-
2: uh, um, hmm. That would be nice I, for the
1: podcast Because if the Saints ever If the Saints ever move out of New Orleans Like we turn the lights out on this shit Like I'm a, I'm a New Orleans Saints
2: fan If the Saints fucking move to
1: Portland Fucking I'm done
2: with them Oh yeah uh, I, I would say um, My next wish is that I wish for the heir of Drew Brees To break all his records <laughs>
1: That's a good one. So like, so like Taysom Hill would have to play till he's like forty five. Doesn't matter.
2: Doesn't doesn't matter who they get. They just, I mean, you know, they may decide like maybe it's Taysom Hill gets injured in his in the first game and they have some UDFA, and the UDFA ends up breaking all of Breeze's records. I mean, however, it works out, I don't really care. My next, I just want wish, a Hall of Fame quarterback to replace Breeze.
1: My next wish is I don't even know if it's possible with NFL rules or whatever, but I want Daniel Snyder to buy the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want Daniel Snyder to buy the Bucks and he can he can do for the Bucks what he's done for the Redskins. And he took the Redskins who were one of the model franchises of the 80s. They won three Super Bowls Three different quarterbacks, which is just fucking ridiculous, and he has turned them into a dumpster fire and a laughingstock simultaneously. He could do that for the Bucks, so I have turned the Bucks into. I have got Daniel Snyder owning the Bucks. I have the Carolina Panthers uh, turning into the Browns, and I have Atlanta never winning a Super Bowl. I think the Saints may win ten straight. NFC South titles, and like five of them, they'll be eight and eight. (laughs) (laughs) It won't even matter. See, you people think that I'm all about the Saints winning, and that I am, but mostly I just want to see pain inflicted upon the other teams in the NFC South. Like, that's what I want, especially Atlanta. I hope that when I die, or I'm in the retirement home, I can my last breath, I take it knowing that the Falcons didn't win a Super Bowl. That's what I. That's what I want out of life. So,
2: I support this. <laughs> J- Juge, what is your third one? Uh, I haven't said it yet. Have you gone, Bar- Have you said your third yet? Fredo says Joe Burrow. I have not Burrow. said my third one. You have. Oh, okay, go ahead. I have not. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to hope you were going to go ahead.
3: <laughs> Um, I will.
1: Hmm. Fred- Fredo says, "I wish the Falcons
2: are seven and nine forever." <laughs> I mean, am I allowed to say something ridiculous like, uh, like Fredo said in the chat, something like, "I that I get to resurrect the Dome Patrol?"
1: <laughs> I my other wish was gonna say I was gonna say I wanted John Meekham to own the Falcons, but. You know what? What really, what really should have been one of my wishes, instead of saying Atlanta never would win a Super Bowl, actually, my wish for Atlanta should have, or Saints related, should have been that the Falcons blowing a twenty-five point. Well, actually, the Falcons doing this. Just to
4: make it twenty-eight to three. it through. Arthur Blank loving it up by 25.
1: The Falcons do my wish should have been for what 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 the that the Falcons blew a 25 point lead in the Super Bowl that that's not the worst thing that ever happens to their fan base. That should have been my wish for Atlanta.
2: Yeah, that would have been better. Yeah, I, you know what? You know what I'm gonna go with. This is what I'm gonna go with. I I kind of hate the Patriots. Like I'm so sick of <laughs> them winning, and, and their fans. Like I hate their fans because they're so spoiled and like they go nuts if the Patriots go 11 and five and lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like the sky is falling. So, I mean, these asshole fans deserve this. So <laughs> I, my third wish is actually I'm gonna send the Patriots to London. They're going to fucking move to London. (laughs) And let's see how these Boston fans feel about not having a team. They're not our team anymore. The Tories have stolen them.
3: (laughs) Hmm.
1: So, uh, Kevin, do you have one more or should we just go straight to Yes, I do. No, I've got it. I've got it.
3: And it's perfect. It's flawless. It's amazing. (laughs) Okay, go for the next 10 years. Or or yeah, well it yeah, for the next 10 years. I'm going to say just make it eternity. Okay, sure. I hope that in every draft moving forward, the Saints in at least one round Trade down. I knew you were going <laughs> to say it!
1: I knew it! Oh. I, I, I love you, Kevin. Because here's the thing. Kevin realized that, that my wishes weren't really about the Saints. They were just about my needs. So then Kevin said, well, that's what I'm going to do. I want to enjoy the draft. And so, Kevin, you did it. You're, you made your dreams come true.
2: Trading down. I should have said that the Superdome abolish all IPA sales inside the stadium.
1: <laughs> Kevin, one of these years, the Saints are going to trade down. It'll, it'll happen.
2: Nah, nah. it's not happening. <laughs> it might, it might. It just takes one it, team. They're, they're gonna get a comp pick before they trade down, Ralph. <laughs> have they ever had a comp pick ever i think like two in
1: like 20 years here's a good question from alfredo uh can
2: i change one of my can i change one of my uh wishes to instead of giving away towels you know and 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 like free programs or whatever you know like sometimes late in the season you'll have like something sitting on your seat like, could I, could I pick, like, that I wish the Saints would give away a tennis racket instead? <laughs> you, you literally would be the only person
1: at the fucking Superdome excited about that. <laughs> Have a picture of you yeah, smiling. Yeah, people
2: would be pissed.
1: By the way, everybody, thanks to, pat- to all the patrons who support the show. Uh, if you donated at the $10 level, the last three months, you have a sticker on the way. And I believe there are three people of you that, including Andrew's father, who have a coffee mug with the forever 28 to 3 graphic design that we had uh, Anthony make for us. You have that on your coffee mug. You get to drink every morning and remember that Atlanta blew a 25 point lead in the Super Bowl. How great is that? But you can seven dollars a month get a podcast every day and you get swag. It's fun. Do it. Support us. It makes us be able to do cool things. We did the live show. We're trying to do another one later in this later in 2020. The supporting <laughs> the show helps us do those cool things. So thank you. If you don't support the show, think about doing so. Alright so Kevin there, Alfredo there, says, "There's a
2: couple. There's a couple uh, things in the chat. I got to read real quick because okay, these go. are real funny. Uh, Joey Russo wants Jerry Jones to own the Falcons. That's kind of goes <laughs> goes with your uh, your uh, Snyder one, which is pretty funny. Jason Champagne said, just for Kevin, he wishes that Trey Hendrickson traded. Uh, that Trey Hendrickson changes his last name to Down, <laughs> so he's Trey Down. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good." And then uh, Fredo, I mean, that's the ticket, man. He, he says uh, all drinks in the Superdome are $1. So Dollar Dome foams. Uh, that that would be – that. that's actually the best one probably. That I like can... that one. See though, that...
1: See, though, if you have every drink as a dollar and you have what happened in the 2019 NFC Championship again or 2018, uh, you would have a dead officiating crew and – you know, that can, that can end badly. Um, here's a question, though, Kevin. or Andrew, you can answer this. What do you think could conceivably make an offer? Which team, and would it be worth it for the likes of Casey or New England to add his versatility for a first-rounder?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was nervous about the Bears, but I really do think the Saints are going to tender him at the first-round level. And so... You know, once you get in the the twenties, I I think that's where the danger is, and so you you really you're talking about good teams, um, and, and and so it's just a question of what vision do do these teams have for Taysom, you know, how would they want to use him? Because you know, everyone wants to say, well, Sean Payton's the only one that's figured out how to use him, but he's kind of he's kind of given the blueprint to everyone else, right, on how to use Taysom Hill, so. Now there's teams that that can envision it and say, oh, well, you know, actually he can help us in our offense. I I still think, I mean, if you watch Taysom Hill play, I still think that if he was a full-time tight end, like if some team traded for him and just said, you're going to be a receiving tight end for us, I think he would be freaking awesome at it. I really do. I mean, he how many touchdown catches did he have this year seven six or seven yeah so i think if if that was ramped up to where he was just a full-time h back tight end type of guy uh, i think he would be really really productive so i mean when you ask me i mean the first team that comes to mind is the patriots because we don't know what's going to happen with brady and i i just think belichick I think Belichick would want him even if Brady came back potentially. You know, I just think that's like a wrinkle in their offense. Like they really struggled. They try to make it work with a bunch of tight ends and receivers this year. They even brought back Ben Watson. They tried Josh Gordon. They tried Antonio Brown. I mean, they were desperate for like another playmaker on their offense. And I just think Taysom Hill would, would fit well with how creative the Patriots are. So, um, that, that's definitely a place, um, you know the Dolphins pick twenty six, and they've already got a pick higher in the draft, so it just makes you wonder. Like, would they? Here's give the up thing, 26?
1: though. You can't when you when you. Um,
2: oh, you have to go the higher pick, right?
1: You, you you no, it's it yeah, it's your pick. So so the yeah, Dolphins yeah, can't yeah. be so like, oh, you get that. a first round pick. We get to pick which one you get. No, no, the Saints would get. The, the fifth pick in the draft or whatever it is. So that's... Man, would the
2: 49ers move on from Garoppolo and give up their 31st pick overall to get Taysom? Is that crazy? Yes. <laughs> <That's crazy laughs>
1: right. fuck... That would break the fucking internet, man. Yeah. It, would, it would just... ESPN, like, first the take Chiefs would just turn into ball. molten lava and come out of your TV. Like, it would just pour forth and burn your house to the ground.
2: Yeah, that, that was happened. a dumb idea. <laughs> but uh, uh, the chief, the Chiefs is not, you know, Andy Reid would probably get excited yeah. about that prospect. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting one. I, I uh, still I still think it's a long shot, though. Seriously, I I, I think. I mean, taste. Uh, Sean Payton said on the, on that podcast with Peter King, I think it was that. You know, he kind of, or maybe it was Florio, but he he said he expected a team. In the low 20s, high 30s, to, or sorry, high, lo, you know, high 20s, low 30s to maybe make a run for Taysom Hill. I, I don't really see that happening. I, I just think while he's an amazing player, I can't see a team saying, I'm giving up a first round pick for a guy that, like, because remember, Linda, like, you get five years of a rookie. So, like, I would give up, you know, a 21, 22 year old for five years to sign Taysom Hill to whatever they're going to sign him to, which you know pr- would probably be like a two-year, three-year deal max, and he's a 30-year-old player, I just think that's a tough sell. you know.
1: Kevin, I know you love to trade down, but how enticing is a
2: first-round pick for Taysom Hill to you? <sighs> yeah, would you pass on matching, Kevin, in order to take the pick? Like if the
1: Patriots did it, you could have pick twenty-three and twenty-four. Like how and how thrilling would that be for you?
3: Well, I mean, it would be pretty nice, although I probably would take I would probably keep one keep one of the first round picks and trade the other one.
2: I'm gonna tell you right now what's gonna happen. If they get twenty if Taysom Hill walks to the Patriots, the Saints let him go for a first round pick and they're picking 23 and 24, that's going to lose its its excitement real fast when they package <laughs> both of them to move up to 17 because yeah. that's what's fucking happening. Dude, you
1: just took an ice pick and jammed it into Kevin's heart and watched him bleed out on the floor like the Joker did to that guy. Tell me I'm movie. wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. You're just a horrible person, though. I mean, he's not wrong um is it true that this this is from Don is it true the Saints have the longest consecutive division title streak in the NFC South history no Carolina won three in a row they just had that seven eight and one year in the sandwiched in the middle you know because they won what are,
3: the Saints the Saints are at three in a row now yeah okay.
1: So, because the Carolina won in 2013, 2014, and 2015. Because they went 12-4 yeah. and four in 2013, 7-8-1 uh, in 2014, and then 15-1 and one in 2015. Um, but if the Saints can get it, it'd be four straight division titles. The,
2: Fal- the Falcons won in sixteen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's it. Um, you know...
1: The thing is, with with the draft, I think, and this is uh, another another question. Uh, who do you see, who do you see the Saints taking a wide receiver or corner in the first round? I just think you can't really predict the Saints' draft until you sort of see what they do in free agency. All, and also too, you have to fit. Like, we don't know what they're going to do at, at quarterback, right, Kevin? You, you we think Drew's coming back, right? But if Drew retires, and weird shit happens where either Teddy or Taysom end up leaving. Then you're only left with one of them. Then quarterback becomes this gaping hole on your roster where you sort of get pigeonholed into that in the in the draft. So we just don't know. But, Kevin, besides obviously trading up, is there any position that the Saints would take where you'd be like, God damn it, I hate that
2: that they would take.
1: Yeah. Like a position um, where, you, where you'd be like, oh, I don't like that.
2: You're not allowed to say kicker or punter.
3: Yeah. I'm Oh no, I'm not. Um, hmm. And this is assuming they keep their first round pick, like what they would use it on. Yeah. It's a Yeah. It's assuming they pick at 24 that they don't move up or, are they
1: not moving back? Come on, let's be serious.
3: Uh, I, you know what? I think maybe the only thing I could think of that would maybe tick me off. I mean, it's probably it's it, maybe it's stupid, but I think I would be annoyed if they took a running back.
1: That's fair. I mean, because you feel like you can get one, like you feel like you can get one
2: later, you know, and you don't want to burn. Yeah. It or
3: right. Is
2: I mean, is, you guys do realize that first-round pick in 2021 is as good as gone. Oh, totally. Is there? Andrew, this is a fun question. And this, Jason Champagne, he talked about it in
1: the chat room, but uh, he talks about the Saints trading package 23 and 24 for Burrow, and Louisiana goes totally apeshit. That's true. But expanding on that before we get out of here, if the Saints somehow got Joe Burrow, is there any – trade package that Saints fans wouldn't be okay with. Like what's where would be the line where people in Louisiana would be like, that is fucking too much for Joe Burrow. I can't believe they did that. Like where where's the line? What
2: I told you I thought it would take would be two firsts. So the first this year, the first next year, Camara and Lattimore. Like that's what it would take to get him.
1: See, I, I think I draw, I think I draw the line you at.
2: Do you think the Bengals take that first of all? Because I mean, we're, we're talking about the twenty-third pick, and like the Saints are probably going to be good this year. So, you know, you're you're talking about maybe two first-round picks in the twenties, but then you get Lattimore and Camara.
1: I don't think the, I don't think Cincinnati would want players because they have to pay them. Like I think, I think Mike Brown would be like, "Why do I want players? I have to, I have to give them money. I want picks, you So, know?
2: so then what? Two firsts and two seconds. Yeah, would that be enough?
1: I would do that. Like that wouldn't scare me. Like when you said Lattimore, that would scare me to give away Lattimore.
2: You know. Um. But uh, yeah, I just well, first of all, we don't even have a second-round pick, so no, I don't, we don't, I don't think so, the Saints have the ammunition. I really don't.
1: Kevin, are you just are you just silently crying or are you having sweats thinking about the Saints doing the doing doing insanity to get Burrow? Cuz not only would it ruin yeah, the draft I'm, for this I'm, year, it would ruin the
3: subsequent years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of petrified at that. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is like this. Shut up and sit
1: down, you big bald fuck. <laughs> That's Kevin's thought process whenever we talk about trading up. He just gets he just gets enraged because he he knows that it's probably accurate. Like there's like I feel like Kevin like like the, 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 the you know, we, we had the last couple of years talked ourselves that like the Saints could trade down, like maybe this is the year and and that has like been totally beaten out of us. I think if the Saints don't draft any LSU players on offense this year, like that hope is gonna be beaten out of us. Because if the Saints won't draft LSU players when they won the national championship on offense with the guy who worked for Sean Payton, they're never
2: going to draft LSU offensive players ever.
1: You know, so I feel like that's my yeah. dream, and, and that's about I, to. Get- I'm
2: on the board. I'm yeah. In fact, I can't believe one of my wishes wasn't. I I wish that the Saints <laughs> draft LSU players. That definitely <laughs> should have been on my list of wishes. But um, I agree with you, Ralph. I mean, th- this has got to be it. Like if they're gonna do it, especially at 24, like let's say uh, Jefferson is there. Like that just seems like it would be such an obvious pick for them. But man. I just want to say, like, you're you're depressing me. I, I don't want to lose Taysom Hill. Like this <laughs> this whole theory, these hypotheticals. Like, stop it. I know they're not, they're
1: not to stay with the Saints. Here's the thing: they're gonna they're gonna tender him at a first round level, and that's going to destroy his market. And no team is going to go within ten yards of him because they're not giving up for we teams are risk averse the saints aren't but most nfl teams are risk averse and they're not going to give up a first round pick for a 29 year old guy like they're just team you know you can talk yourself into it and it makes sense in the hypothetical but look at what nfl teams do they're risk fucking averse they just so once the saints put that first round tender I, I think, on him it's i think over. When,
2: tasted, when, when sean payton said on that podcast that he believes there's a team late in the first round that would make an offer to Taysom Hill. He's basically letting everyone know. I think he said that on purpose, and he said it to let everyone know we're tendering him at the first round, so don't even bother making him part of your offseason plans because it's going to take a first. And the second thing he's letting everyone know is if you sign him, I'm matching it, so don't bother. (laughs) <laughs> I, I really think he's throwing caution to the wind and that is calculated and it is specific to letting everyone else in the league know we're tendering him at the first round level and we're, we're matching any, any offer that you guys put out there. I really think that was the purpose of that. And I think sometimes when you don't know, right, if you're not sure, like, hey, could they possibly give him a second round tender? And, and you know, you, you start to make it part of your offseason plan. Whereas when he throws caution to the wind like that, maybe that influences teams and saying, "Eh, yeah, we're not going to give up first to Taysom Hill. And so they move on. And so if they're looking for a quarterback, you know, then then they start looking more seriously at Philip Rivers or Dak Prescott or Cam Newton or Teddy Bridgewater or whatever.
1: Teddy Bridgewater and. Teddy Bridgewater ends up in Tampa. I'm going to have a sad.
2: But don't you think don't you think Sean Payton specifically did that as kind yes. of a caution to win?
1: I think so, Kevin. Do you think so? All right, yes. Kevin. Yeah. I mean, I you know. Um but anyway, guys, this has been uh the show tonight. It's been fun. We had got a little ridiculous with the wishes. It was great, but it's the off season. We're only what? We're only about four more weeks of free agency, but the good news is, we're getting to the middle of February, so Drew Brees has said he's going to make up his mind uh, so listen, you should become a patron, so when any time breaking news, Saints, breaking Saints news happens, we're fucking first our podcast is up for anybody else, and all that costs you $7 a month, and you get a koozie a magnet, and all kinds of other fun stuff, you should do it so, for Dave who was at dinner with the family uh, and MIA, For Kevin, who came back and joined us for the first time in a couple weeks, we love it when Kevin joins us. It makes the show much more fun. And for Andrew, uh, straight off the tennis court uh, after humiliating a 55 year old woman, Uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. So,
3: Battle Hawks. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that.